am Vanessa, and this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Yay! <laughs> so, how was your week? It was awful. Yeah? Yeah. So, I have two really interesting stories that happened to me this past week. The other week was kind of a blur. I didn't... I don't really care. It was probably all good dogs. It was kind of slow. Yeah. But this past week, um, I um, had a new client, and the new client came in with a 10-month-old doodle that had never been groomed. Like, never. That's horrible. They've done a couple self-washes, and they were honest. They're like, yeah, the dog freaks out for the blow dryer at the self-wash. And I'm like, okay. And then I asked them what, like, maintenance was like at home, and they're like, yeah, we brushed the dog. And they brush it with, like, a human wet brush. Oh, my God. You know, I've seen those floating around in the doodle groups. Yeah, I don't want to say that they're bad. I think for a certain length, they're fine, as long as there's a comb, like, to Ugh. check what they're doing. No, just get a dog brush. <laughs> <laughs> just get a dog brush. No, I told them to. So, I was like, okay, well, I was like, okay, why did you put off grooming for so long? And they're reasoning was they wanted to see how long she'll actually get no. but then she started getting tangles and it's they didn't know how to reason. deal with the tangles <laughs> so she was for the most okay i don't want to say the most part but there was definitely sections of hair that was perfectly brushed out and what the, you know what they concentrated on obviously but then there were sections that they didn't know what they were doing and they were pelted so her neck uh, underneath the armpits and her back end was completely matted oh my and God. I was like it's a 10 month old golden or golden doodle that I have never groomed never put my hands on and she seemed friendly so I was like okay we don't really know how this is gonna go and you told me she's afraid of the dryer from the self-wash and I was like these are the two options that you have and I can't guarantee what they're gonna look like afterwards yeah I said I can spot shave but she's gonna look really weird yeah. And he didn't understand because he showed me a picture of what he wanted. And it was a very natural doodle look. Shaggy, fluffy. They're like, oh, we really just want a little bit off. And I was like, well, that's not going to be possible because there's these sections of just clump, pelted, matted hair. And yeah. then you have these sections of nicely brushed out hair. So if I spot shave, she's going to look extremely weird for a while. Or we can start all over and, and just... look like a checkers board. Yeah. She'll look like a checkerboard, or she you can start all over and we can just wait till the hair grows out and do a nicer cut. So he told me what he wanted. He wanted me to spot shave. And I told him, okay, well, sign this paper. <laughs> yeah. It's going to look weird. We don't know what we're getting ourselves into because she is a 10-month-old doodle. She was fucking insane. From the bath to the blow dry... She was sweet. I'm not going to say she was... Yeah, she's just a puppy. She's just a puppy. She's never been groomed before. She's never been groomed it's before. It's traumatizing. And I'm pretty sure that they didn't do a very good job of blow drying her with the self-wash blow dryers because the moment I turned that thing on, she was screaming like she was going to die. And they probably would turn it off and be like, oh, I'm sorry, puppy. Exactly. I'm sorry, puppy. So I'm forcing her behavior. High velocity blow dryer was not going to happen. So I had to fluff dry her the whole time. Which I told them that it could add to the time, and I am paid hourly, so I did mention that, and they understood. Um, and I had to shave out the pelted areas, so from her occiput all the way down to her collar line, 
it was completely shaved with a 10 her whole back end to basically her haunches um were shaved completely all underneath was shaved completely and i think i did an a on the top and she was a puppy so i didn't even scissor her legs i just let them be natural Mm -hmm. and i did the best i could to like shape her feet but she was terrified of the scissors with her face everything so i was like she honestly looked pretty good afterwards yeah with the picture that you showed me like front facing front facing she looked kind of good yeah and then you showed me the side pictures and i was like oh okay now i see it yeah and it's like really cringy when you see them as a groomer but i think as a regular client you'd be fine with that yeah and they even said that she looked amazing and i was they have no taste then they said they're getting another doodle and they will be sure to make sure that the puppy gets in much sooner than her and i did tell them that because of how the dog acted i would not recommend the same haircut again only because like yeah she was like really difficult to groom um she needs to be at a shorter length that they can maintain because she did have issues with like holding her legs and brushing out her legs and you know they're gonna put in that effort to train her at home i don't think so like i don't think that they're gonna like i told them everything that they needed to do and i said okay you really need to keep in mind what you want and how much it's going to cost yeah and i'm not saying that these a lot of my clients have the money but i know how people are with the frequency of Uh how they spend their money regardless of how much they spend it's like it's weird like when wealthy people have to like they either do it with pride or they're just a little like why am i doing this yeah like your dog has to probably come in four weeks on the dot if not sooner if you want the dog long and you're yeah. not brushing him out properly so yeah yeah i'm seeing a lot of groomers going towards um only going on like a maintenance schedule with their businesses and i think it's amazing yeah. so like in this case you have to tell your client depending on how short they would be you have to stick to a six-week schedule and if they start canceling, pushing it out, then they're fired as a client. Yeah. And, and I, it's not your business, so I know you can't do that. But it, I think it's a cool concept. It's it's something I'm going to live and die by on that hill forever yeah. now that it's it's just easier. And I only groom a certain amount of days because of the schedule of the business that I work for. So um, it's almost necessary for people to be on a schedule if they want to get their dogs in yeah um now because we're so busy um and we've been getting a lot of really good recommendations so yeah um something you could talk to your boss about yeah yeah i mean we can always we're we encourage it with every one of our clients but you know how clients are so yeah and that's why if they don't stick to the contract yeah they're not a client anymore yeah yeah and, and I really like that idea. Yeah. And I have people naturally doing it. Like, I have a dog comes in every two weeks. Yeah. I have a dog that comes in every week. And... I like the idea for you. I don't like having consistency. <laughs> I know, but... I like having holes in my schedule. Yes. And I, I, I don't say I don't like having those holes occasionally, too. But it's, like, it's hard to plan out the holes when you have a really consistent schedule. Like, the yes. two weeks and the one week and the every week. Yeah. Those are harder to, like, move around. Like, yeah. with six weeks, you know 
if you move it around, it's going to be okay. Um, you're going to be working really hard one week, but then you have the next week off if you need it, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so that was, oh, and the dog shit on my table, guys. Oh, like that was the doodle puppy? Full on shit on my table. <laughs> like, she. It looked like a healthy poop, though. And she stepped in it, and <gasps> and she got my brush in it. My, oh, my no. Chris Christensen brush. The pins or the back? The back, which is oh, fine. Okay, so, I got, I took care of it. But then she stunk up my whole room, and my room's Ugh. tiny. Top that of that. That made me gag. There was a nug that fell out of her butthole when I told her to get off the table. No. And then she stepped in it. And then she pissed. And she's a puppy and doesn't know how to piss right and not step in it. No. So then I had to rewash her. And I charged them fucking three hours on that dog because... Yeah. The dog was a fucking nightmare. And it wasn't like a huge doodle. It's a full-size, like... She's... She's a tall doodle, but she's not, like, thick... No, she wasn't. She's, she, like, lightweight. Yeah, she wasn't very big. I mean, for, as for a doodle, she wasn't very big. She's, like, the petite version of... She's a petite poodle. That's yeah. That's, like, what the size would be. Yeah, mid-sized doodle. So she was easy. Like, she would take me, like, an hour and a half if she was perfectly good. Yeah. That sucks. Fuck that dog. Her name was Betty. Her parents are really sweet. Yeah, well, they don't have a very good dog. Yeah, so then let me tell you about the second dog I had. So I have this client, and she's been kind of a problematic client for, like, the whole... And she's my one of my original clients, right? Uh-huh. And she is um, in the adult entertainment business out here in Las Vegas. So she hasn't worked for a year. Yeah. Which is really hard, and I feel so, very... I feel for her. Um, so she hasn't worked in over a year and she has like other things coming up in her life and like everybody does at this point. So I feel for her. So she hadn't, I hadn't seen her in a year. Last time I saw her was last year and I think last, last April or May. And she came to my house, um, and I did her dogs at my house, but she can't come to my house because her dogs have been like acting up and she thinks it's a liability if one of her dogs bites one of my kids. Yeah. And my kids Smart. are my kids are always there. So I was like, okay, so she has to come to my business, which is fine. And anyway, she had mentioned that a couple months ago her Chinese crested. This woman has um, a Chihuahua Terrier mix. She has two poodles, mini poodles, toy poodles, and then she has a Chinese crested. Um, all of these dogs that she adopted and found or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. you know, she got really lucky. So the Chinese Crested, she had mentioned that she... And it's a fluffer one. It's not... It's a, it's a powder puff. Yeah. Um, but the, the... I call them fluffers. (laughs) Because the other ones have, like, no hair. Yeah. Um, but the powder puff, uh... She ha- it, w- it gets matted so quickly, and it's not really a big deal because I shave her with a thirty blade, so she's like naked, and yeah. I never have an issue with it. So anyway, she tried shaving her at home, and she had mentioned that she cut the dog, and she's like, "Yeah, I took some like a chunk of skin. I didn't know because she didn't yelp, she didn't show any signs of pain, and I didn't know till afterwards." how badly I cut the dog. And she's like, oh, it's horrific. So she cut the dog so bad that there was no blood. Yes. Wow. Um, That's a bad cut. And I'm assuming because she was so matted that the dog couldn't feel the pain at first because, like, maybe there's too much tension on the skin. Was she cutting with shears? Clippers. 
how do you take chunks out with clippers? What fucking blade was she Or maybe using? she used shears. I don't know. But she said that she was... Sh- she says she shaved the dog. And I don't know what blade she was using. Yeah. If she was shaving the dog. But she claims that she was trying to shave the dog. So, anyway, the dogs come in and all three of the hairy dogs are matted. So badly matted. And, like, she said she was traumatized from shaving the dog. And, um... She said she was traumatized from, you know, shaving the dog so she didn't attempt it again. But she clearly doesn't brush the dogs. And No, they were matted in the picture you showed me. Oh, they were awful. They were all shaved with sevens, except for the crested. And so, anyway, I go to the crested, and I pre-shave her, and those were the pictures that I showed you. She had scars. Big scars. Fresh scars from her shoulder blades. All uh, There was a couple on her sides, and... Um, like all the way down her spine. Yeah, it was horrific. And they look I, like ice cream scoops. Yes, there were chunks taking out of this dog. And the mom, when she said it, I did. You know, I've seen home grooms have gone wrong. And You've never seen anything like that, though. I've never seen anything like that. No. And so when and she's very dramatic when it comes to her pets. So I'm thinking like, oh, she cut her dog and, you know, she's terrified now. She and undermined that one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like very cool and collective about it until yeah. I saw the scar, the fresh scar tissue that like is growing now. Yeah. And she's like, do you think the hair is going to grow back? And no. I was like, it's no, not. Honey, you it took won't. the follicles out. Yeah. The layers, the layers that she took off. Oh, and it felt so gross. And shaving around them or over them made me want to gag. Oh, poor baby. And the dog was okay with grooming still? Yeah, the dog's amazing. Aww. I mean, because that dog has a right. Yeah. You know, at yeah. that point, they have a right to be nasty. Yeah. anybody coming at them with clippers. Yeah. And the dog was just, like, kosher. It's totally kosher. She's such a good dog, too, to groom. Aww. She's always been a good dog to groom. I bet you she used shears. And then she probably tried to soften the blow. I don't know. The I term don't. clippers. I don't know. I don't even know if she knows what she's talking about. Because if you're using clippers, you literally would have to dig. Right? Well, yes. Unless you're using, like, a fucking 50. I'm just, like... Like, I'm thinking in my head, like, what might be going through her, like, the scenario that might be going through her brain, and thinking about how, like, she's trying to get underneath the mats, and the mats are chunky, so she's, like, pulling on the mats, not realizing she's pulling on the skin, now I'm feeling like I'm gonna throw up, because she's taking out the mats, but with, like, at least a couple layers of, like, skin and meat, ugh. Poor baby. Oof. How was that dog not screaming? She said that she never made a noise, so she didn't know how bad she cut the dog until afterwards. What, was she doing this blindfolded? I don't know. I mean, because I'm just so concerned for her mental state. <laughs> how do you not know? I don't know. Oh, and the dog had a broken tail, too. What? And I'm like, did you know your dog has a broken tail? And she's like, No how did that happen i'm like i don't know i'm asking you people don't touch their dogs and i got I, I didn't i barely touched the tail because it it was freshly broken what and like in the book oh my god i don't know i swear like because i talked to this one person i was like oh you know 
your dog has this I you know I saw this it looks fresh and they're like oh yeah you know we just we actually like never touch our dog it's true and I'm just like what I, I told you I saved a dog right like a couple months ago uh-uh. I one of my clients I was doing her dog and I found a little chunky spot and I just told her it's cancerous they took it out yeah people why get a dog I'm always doing checks on my dogs. Like, so, that's just fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That was my week. It's... That's so sad. I feel bad for that dog. I want to take it home. That reminds me of a Pomeranian that I had to turn away at PetSmart because the daughter came back into town and the dogs were with her mom. And the mom took it This upon, seems like a very same story. Yeah. The mom took over. it upon herself to give this Pomeranian a haircut. And she had cut the dog. And then they tried to play it off because they wanted the dog fixed. And the dog clearly had open wounds. And so then they're like... And it was kind of cut in, in the leg, you know, in the hollow of the leg area. And I was like, okay, well, let me take a look, you know, see how it's healing, stuff like that. It was fucking like bleeding you know because it was still an open wound yeah and it was like the whole inside of the leg and she was cutting with like kitchen shears oh my god i feel like i'm gonna throw up thinking and i was about like you need to this. take this dog to the vet and she's like really you can't groom it no bitch get the fuck out of here right and that's go like next a huge door. liability yeah like go i'm not next playing door. that game oh no. i took my dog to the groomers look at this massive cut exactly like get out of here and go next door take it needs stitches what is wrong with you Ugh, i, I don't sick. get people i don't like i cut oatmeal once in her lifetime of grooming with me and i was immediately on the phone and like i cut she was very thin dog she mm-hmm. wasn't starved but she just petite dog and the inner her, her armpit that's where i cut her with a yeah. seven blade and it looked worse than what it actually was it was a very actually like it wasn't a bad cut that was and, like that year i serrated the tuck up Ugh. yeah that's exactly what it was it was just like a thin area of skin and just like the first layer of skin cut and it looked like a chicken cutlet yeah. You know? And yeah. I'm, like, freaking out, fucking crying. Like, what the fuck did I just do to my dog? Mm. And they're, like, at most, we'll glue it. But that area is just so fine. Like, honestly, just keep an eye on it and, like, don't, you know, if you want to take her in, you can. And they were just, like, completely honest with me because I was, like, on the phone crying. She was fine. It didn't even bleed. My, uh... My Yorkie that I did that too. She was bleeding actually pretty bad. And she had a hole. And I told the parents, I was like, you need to take her to the vet. And they're like, no, that's okay. We won't take her to the vet. <laughs> she ended up healing fine. Yeah. Um, but it's like a professional's telling you to take the dog to the vet. I was like, um, they're like, what are they going to do? Because it was like, it was serrated. Yeah. You can glue it. And they're like. Antibiotic. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we got stuff at home. We'll be fine. She was fine. <laughs> and I think. I, it was gross. It was gross. It made me sick. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting sick just thinking about all these cuts and gashes on dogs. <laughs> because when you cut them, it's like, it's not like when you cut us. It's it's gross. Yeah. It's different. Like, ours are like, ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Hers was crazy. That was the only time I've ever, like, done a cut like that before. 
And I'm glad it I've was on my own dog. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't have to have a conversation with someone. Yeah, the conversations are awkward. They're horrible. I've been very lucky. Yeah, you have. But um, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. They knew their dog was nuts and that that was a possibility that was going to happen. Oh, my God. And they even said, like, we're surprised it hasn't happened yet. Because I've been grooming their dog for years. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, there are some dogs I'm grooming and I'm like, God, I've groomed you for like 10 years and I've never injured you. Yeah. Like, that's really good, like, odds. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But, and then like one I did do a slight, just a slight nick in the sanitary and they were like, that's fine. Yeah, I've done those too. I've been grooming my dog for so long. And then I was grooming one dog forever and I... Just barely even nicked the foot. I don't even know how the fuck I did it. And I never saw him again. And I rehabbed that dog. I rehabbed it. Went from living in a dark room without being touched. These people convinced their friends to let them have the dog. And they bring it to me. Like, they just booked an appointment and I was the lucky one that got this dog. Had never been groomed before. And, like was pelted and this dog was bad he's just scared he's never been touched and so like jumping out of its skin and this was at a time where I just took on everything I probably should have never touched this dog but I rehabbed it and then he was great for grooming they took him somewhere once and he got kicked out of the salon and then had to come back to me and then I accidentally nicked him and he was, like, the best dog ever, like, to groom after that. Like, after the years and years of just trust build up. That he didn't even cry when I nicked him. He didn't even know. I was in tears. I felt bad. Mm-hmm. And the dog was fine. And then I never saw them again. And I was like, well, it happens. Yeah. But, How? so. But my week was kind of hell. <laughs> like, not hell within grooming, but... Just, like, being sick, pregnancy, and grooming is hard. Yeah. It is so hard. I couldn't do it with my first pregnancy all in my, the beginning. All mm-hmm. my clients are like, why are you here? I'm like, who the fuck is going to groom your dogs, people? <laughs> like, you know. But being pregnant makes me want to fire, at, like, everyone. <laughs> you should have just took it, had taken a vacation so you had those clients afterwards. Right. Well, it's honestly, it's just like two doodle clients that I want to fire. Like, one of them, I shouldn't have even taken them on in the first place, but she said that they were 35 pounds, and I was like, okay, these dogs are bigger than that, and um, then she got a puppy, so I just like, and the puppy is like bigger than the dog I first started with, and her dog... The one that I started grooming when she said it was like 35 pounds gave me a scar on my leg. So, because I wear shorts in the summer because it's yeah. Vegas. I remember last year when you sent that, that picture in our group. Yeah, it fucking hurt. Um, so, she's on the road to being fired. Um, because I just don't want to groom them anymore. And she's like a sweet old lady. Hella fucking rich. But money ain't nothing but a number to me, so. Especially when you're sick and tired all the time yeah so and she wants her doodles long and I'm just like ugh. like I love doing long and fun cuts but not right now but not right now but 
so she's on the road to being fired. My second doodle client, he's great. Like, I love them. I love his first doodle, but they just got a doodle puppy, and I hate his doodle puppy. <laughs> like Puppies are the worst when you're pregnant. I swear I was going to throw all the puppies I got. Well, okay, so his it, first... Both pregnancies. His first doodle was an amazing puppy. I was like, I'm the pretty much the queen of being able to do first-time haircuts on puppies when I first do them, like, see them, and... This one, it wasn't his. wasn't really all that bad, but I knew if I pushed the dog, and I don't want to say push because I don't push puppies. I have a way about grooming puppies that I kind of just like coax them into getting the haircut and then they don't even know they got the haircut, you know? And so this one I knew if I tried to do that, it was going to be a half-finished dog because his anxiety, he wasn't like thrashing or throwing his weight around it I could just tell internally this dog was struggling and so I just did a face feet and potty on this dog and didn't do a haircut and told the client like you need to do all these things and I recommend training because the dog just has this lack of independence and he just was born that way yeah and it's very timid every time I touch the dog you would urinate and it's just was kind of really annoying and like (laughs) I wasn't being mean to the dog but I was getting a little frustrated and I was trying to like sweet talk the dog but then the more I sweet talked it it would urinate more and so then I just stopped talking to the dog altogether and then it still would urinate so I'm just like I don't know right now in this mindset to do with you so I'm just like we're not gonna do a haircut because this would just be too much for you like this dog did not have the mental capacity to deal with just grooming in general. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he wasn't bad for the blow drying. He was a little scared, which is normal. He was scared of the bath. But he wasn't thrashing. Like, he wasn't outwardly showing his anxiety. But I could just feel the turmoil inside of this dog. And, like, I'm just like, I don't want to keep pushing this dog. Yeah, it's... But it was so annoying. And then... They didn't leash train this dog. So I'm having to... I have to walk to my trailer. I can't park in front of their house because it's on a hill. So after the groom, he kind of wanted to walk. And he was excited. Like, I want to get home. But then, like, halfway up the fucking hill, he was like... And so then I would try and get the dog all hyped up. Be like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, let's do this. And the dog was like, nah. And then it was urinating all the way home. And I'm pick, trying to pick the dog up, and it's fucking pissing everywhere. And I'm like, how much urine do you have? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with you. You need training. That's all this dog needs. Like, there's nothing I can do for you. Yeah. Like, this needs to be transferred to a trainer. Because your dog is way too independent, and it doesn't have self-confidence whatsoever. And it's like, I just was surprised because they got training for their first doodle right away. So I'm surpri- I'm a little disappointed in them that this dog was not put in training. He was like, because he was telling me like, the dog doesn't know leash training. And it's like, okay, you've had this dog for a while. It's got its third set already. So, you know, you've had this dog for a hot minute. Like, what the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, you could have been leash training in your front yard you have a park right across the street you have 
your backyard like you don't have to go anywhere with other dogs like you have some knowledge of dog training because you've already gone through this not that long ago to be honest so i was just really disappointed and it was like i want to fire you (laughs) 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 like if you're if this dog continues down the road that it's going you're not going to be a client of mine because i don't put up with this shit yeah like, I groom do- good dogs and good dogs only. If you don't want to train your dog to be a good grooming dog, and you don't want to train your dog to be a good fucking dog in general, you're going to have a troubled dog. Because your dog is a puppy that shouldn't have lack of confidence. Yeah. It shouldn't be fucking timid pissing every time someone touches your dog. Yeah. Like, that's not normal things. You should know that. You have a doodle, and you have two fucking kids. When, you know, you tell your kids to do something, do they piss their pants? Probably not. <laughs> Fucking control your dog. Sometimes I do, Vanessa, just so you know. <laughs> Wait well, till they hit. when you tell them to pick up the toy. My daughter will sit there and stare at me and then piss on the floor just to spite me. That's different. That's a spite piss. That's it is not a spite piss. That's not a timid piss because she has lacks of confidence. What she's telling you is she has too much confidence. She's challenging you. It is. It's a weird thing that we're yeah. going through right now. So it's a different piss. This one is I'm scared of life piss. And it's like, don't let your puppy go down that road. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if Fable was scared, like... I was talking about Story. Oh. What? <laughs> I told you. You remember that night that she was, like, banging on my door? Yeah. And she's, like... She angry peed? She angry peed. She's she's older, by the way, guys. So this yeah. is like not an accident. Yeah, that's this why is... I assumed it was Fable. Because <laughs> I see that actually for Fable, like being mad pee at you. No, she doesn't. She's really good about the potty. Yeah. Um, she'll mad poop, but it's not really mad poop. It's more like she gets afraid of her own shits. Okay. That's it. But story <laughs> is that like a weird thing yeah. where like she's beating down my door and like having hissy fits. Yeah. And then... Have you looked into the child behavior list? Yeah. We gotta, we, we gotta get it going, but yeah. we were just figuring out our schedule. Yeah. Um, probably... See? All this is probably gonna happen when she's out of school, because it's so... Yeah. Like, impossible. during the summer. Yeah. Now everything... See? Is- you got a trainer. Yes, I do got a trainer. I See? have to do that. Exactly. These I don't people know- need to get a trainer. Like, you know you have a child that is some change in behavior. Yeah. And she's too young, she's too old, actually, to be doing those things. Yes. So you're changing that, right? So you prove my point. Uh, yeah, These no. people, and then he's like, yeah, we were thinking about getting a trainer. And it's like, nah, fool. I'm telling you. <laughs> you need a fucking trainer. Yeah. Your dog is going to go down a road that you don't want it to, and it can manifest in biting. Like, and you have children, and it's, you know, it's because it's this dude, it's a fucking doodle. It's too, because there's no, ah, uh, there's just, no, <laughs> I'm just angry because people get these dogs and they're, I think everything we've talked about has been doodles so far. I know. Like it's a doodle episode. It is a doodle episode. It's because they're, they're so popular right now out here and it's so Because we have doodle breeders out here now. Do we really? Yes, that's where they got this dog. They got it here. Ew. The other one they got out of state. This doodle that they got is two doodles. 
two golden doodles. Yeah, everybody has that. They're like F- G A F A yeah. A B C D E F G uh, one four five. Yeah, I'm like okay. So they put. Two what are doodles. you trying to tell me with <laughs> that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't take algebra. The, the inline, the online inquiries will yeah. be like doodle F something blah yeah. blah blah. It's like F one two B, and I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? It means me? fucking nothing. I know. I'm Literally. like, I don't, I don't know what you're telling me. It's a joke, but he was. He's like, yeah, we we found a doodle here. And I'm like, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. Like, that's what I wanted to say. And they don't do temperament testings. You know these backyard breeders. Yeah. So they probably got two fucking piss poor doodles together, had them fuck, and then created this timid mess that has no self-confidence out of the fucking womb. You know, because it's in its DNA. And, like, that's just... Ah, I was just so frustrated with this puppy, and it's an adorable puppy, and I'm like, it's not even your fault. They're always adorable. You're born that way, and then these people aren't helping you and fixing you and, like, showing you that the world isn't scary in that this piece of fucking fabric that is me connected to you trying to walk you is not murderous. <laughs> You're gonna hate puppies throughout this whole pregnancy and even after. Well, I didn't like puppies to begin with. No, and nobody likes puppies. Like they're cute and they smell good, except for their breath. I'm sorry, I hate puppy breath. But and then okay, so I don't like puppy breath either. I, I do, makes, but I don't. It, it depends on the sick. puppy. No puppy. Fuck no puppy. I haven't come across a puppy. I didn't even like Cookie's puppy breath. I didn't like Raisin's puppy breath. Okay, it's nasty. They're nasty brush your teeth (laughs) but so and then we'll get off the doodle train um one thing that was like a little heartwarming was um so my client has i deal with the husband because his wife has cancer and i till this until now i thought it was just cancer but she has lyme disease also i don't think she has much time because we were talking, and I keep my distance, yeah. you know, because I don't want anything to happen to her. But she kind of spooked me because I hadn't seen her for months. Like, this, I don't think I saw her once through this year of COVID. And so I opened the door because they have, like, a nice, like, open area in front of their house. So I go and open the door and close the door, and I just plop the dog down. And so I open it, and I kind of, like, turn in to shimmy in, and I don't know why I'm weird I was like, oh, I don't want to let dogs out, even though I have their dog. So then I, like, look up, and, whoa, she was there. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to get close to her. You know what I mean? So I kind of just keep my distance, and I put their dog down. And, you know, so we're talking, and she just she doesn't look very good. She's got, like, a drain in her arm. And usually I'm not very good in those types of situations. I'm not. I'm awful. I am horrible. Like, what do you say? How do you – I don't – from things that I have heard – people who are sick like that you know pretty much terminal they want to be treated like everybody else they don't want to be treated as if they're sick and because it's just kind of condescending yeah it's a it's a shock when your body changes it's a shock to you as well it's hard being reminded every time someone looks at you they just see yeah pity on their face and like so i just 
tried to have a conversation with her ignoring what's going on with her like I can see there's tubes in her arms and Mm -hmm. I can see that she just doesn't look good but you know so I'm just like trying to talk to her about everything but what's happening to her but she chose to bring it up with me and she's like yeah you know I have Lyme disease and it's basically eating her brain and I'm just like whoa like that's fucking crazy and she's just like you know I know I haven't seen you you know in a long time but I just wanted to let you know that like when you do come and pick up my dog like it's one of the most exciting days and I'm just like what (laughs) like why are you saying this to me I'm not a very good person (laughs) and like she's just like you know when I do get to talk to you it's really like one of the highlights of like my month (laughs) and I'm just like oh like thank you like now I truly feel like an asshole because I don't know what to say to you and I'm trying to like hold this conversation and I'm just like I just feel for her you know because she just looks so uncomfortable and she's telling me like all these wonderful things and like I take for granted that like we are in these people's lives yeah you know especially being a mobile and more so being house call. Yeah. Like, these people are allowing us to come into their homes or, you know, groom their dogs and, like, be a part of their family. Yeah. And so, like, it was just such, like, a beautiful reminder that these people actually care about us. Like, we're also a community. Working with each other. Yeah. And for each other. Yeah. And she was just like, I just wanted to thank you. And, like, I just love having these conversations with you. Like, it's always great to see you. And then you make my dog happy too and like do such a great job and I'm like oh you're welcome and just like you look like I told her she looked great because in a sense she did look really good yeah because she was smiling and like was outside in the sun it was a beautiful day like the birds were fucking chirping yeah. you know and not on fire yet so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it just was like an amazing reminder and it was great and I just, I feel for her husband, you know, because he's been, like, the caretaker, and they're going through fucking trauma. Yeah. And it just, like, kind of made me reflect a little bit. Like, yeah, my pregnancy has been really bad. <laughs> but, like, and I try not to, like, do comparisons because and we nothing, all, Yeah, everything's different. Yeah, we all react differently to things in our lives. But at the end of the day it's really not that bad but it was kind of cute to hear all that from her I have a client just like that too and I haven't seen her in over a year and I was very worried about her because she had she had cancer when I started doing her dog and she was in remission when I was doing her dog and then it came back and it always comes back with a vengeance and this is her third time having cancer Wow! because she had cancer chemo Mm-hmm. went through remission had her daughter and this was like 20 years apart wow and then this is now four years apart from the last time she had cancer and now i talked to her on the phone she used to bring my daughter's presence mm-hmm. every single miss shiva yeah every single time she brought her dog she just wanted to give my daughter some candy or something sweet or something nice because she loves kids and she tells me all the time she sends me anytime there's a holiday happy holidays and now all i see is her uh daughter 
And she basically said, she's like, I don't go out anymore because I don't look like myself anymore. And, you know, I don't want you to see me like this. And I'm like, oh, you know, (laughs) I'll probably be fine. You know, I saw my grandpa right before he died. Yeah. He looked awful. Yeah. He died the same night I looked at him and he looked like a corpse. And then my other grandpa died of cancer, too. He looked awful. Yeah. So sad scary it is but any but i love our clients yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know i love certain clients (laughs) but it's always the ones that i love that are just like in that situation or something is bad like something bad happens to you them and i'm like yeah my heart breaks yeah yeah i like them they're good people and their dog is pretty good he's got like a fucked up leg yeah but he's a cute Pomeranian. Little black thing. Little three pounds. Like seven pounds. Aw. Yeah, he's cute. So, and then, moving on from that. <laughs> um, I finally did my pregnancy announcement on Facebook. And so, I had this plan set up that... Of course, there's always plans. There is a plan. And my morning sickness said no to that plan. And it took me like two and a half weeks to send out my announcements to my to their my grandparents and Harvey's grandparents and I'm friends with my grandma on Facebook and my grandma Gail on Facebook so I couldn't make that announcement on Facebook until they got their announcement and so I was supposed to send that announcement after we did the announcement on the podcast and then they were just gonna get the everything was gonna happen at the same time yeah everything was gonna line up and it was gonna be perfect <laughs> did not happen so and my family doesn't listen to the podcast so I thought I would like fly under the radar <laughs> and so I posted the po I posted the FB announcement yeah you know and thinking okay maybe they'll get because we have like listeners I have listeners on my friend list and I was like maybe they'll be like oh put two and two together like oh she hadn't announced it yet like officially so I'll just like you know say congratulations (laughs) you know what I mean yeah and so one of our listeners went on there and was like I was laughing I wasn't really mad I'm just like fucking whatever you know it's funny it's It's hilarious yeah and my family knows how I work and so um she posted oh yeah I heard on the podcast but you hadn't like said anything on Facebook, so I didn't <laughs> yeah, want to say congratulations, that. but congratulations, and then Joanne, my stepmom, was like, she put it on the podcast first. First of all. And, <laughs> and she was like, uh, yeah, the listener was like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, did I get her in trouble? And I saw it and I was like, yeah, LOL. Like I wasn't really in trouble. There was no conversation had between the, about the situation. And I just was like, yeah. And I said everything that I was, that I just said that I was supposed to send the stuff out, blah, 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 and it never happened. And I thought I would fly under the radar. I'm like, it's cool. It really was cool, but I thought it was hilarious I went through that thread. I remember what you were talking about. I went through that thread, thread and I have the thoughts. <laughs> oh, keep, yeah, I'll, no. keep, I'll keep it to myself. Well, you'll, you'll tell me after the podcast. Oh, for sure. But, but no, that, that was a cute little funny scenario. Yeah. It was not bad. It was cute. It was funny. It's It was fucking hilarious. I was dying. I, 
<laughs> but two listeners had posted on there, oh, yeah, I heard on the podcast. And it was just hilarious. And I was like, ah, like, palm it's to It's because forehead. she loves you guys more. Yeah, exactly. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so that was, that was pretty, that yeah. was like the funny moment. <laughs> but, yeah, so. And then I'm going to go with dresses at work. I can't wear my shorts. <laughs> I refuse. I just got to go shopping. Maybe I'll go shopping tomorrow. Go to Forever 21. They have dresses like what you're wearing. Uh-huh. And they're like $7. And they're oh. they're crap. Absolute crap. But I mean, you're pregnant, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But they just go down to your thighs and that's it. Oh, okay. Are they tight? Because I want a little bit tight. You can just size down. Oh, okay. But yeah, they're the exact same ones that like kind of like what you're wearing. Yeah. But I they're less something- they're less nice. I need, like, a smooth cotton. Not like this. This is like a like a burlap cotton a little bit. They might have something... Something stretchy that has, like, spandex in it so that it kind of repels the hair a little bit. I have an apron that I, I'm going to wear. Yeah. But I refuse to wear clothes right now. Get a tennis dress, like one of those um, sports tennis dresses. Are they super tight? Because I can't do, like, super tight either. Then you size up. You gotta learn how this works, Vanessa. <laughs> but then I don't like super baggy either. Okay, sizing up and sizing down just means something is gonna be super tight or super yeah. like it's not gonna be like super loose. It's just gonna be tight on you, or it's gonna be like a little bit yeah. more room. And I kind of want mid thigh because I do wear compression socks up to my knees in the summer still. Because, I can't like, win with you, can I? So I need like you know. <laughs> A mid thigh. You're not gonna find what you need. I guarantee it. Well, I'm gonna look. It's like coochie shot you. <laughs> but I didn't see because the microphone was in the way, oh, and good. so I'm, I'm still hoping you were. Oh, you're wearing Ooh, underwear. underwear. That will end soon. So <laughs> um. But okay, so I saw this really cool term, and we kind of were talking about it earlier. Yeah. And this groomer. I don't know if I can say her name because she was just random on my Facebook page. Um, But if she's listening, she knows who she is and she can reach out and I'll give her the credit in the next episode. Um, But she used the term, she like wrote this like whole thing about the term maintenance groomer. And like, I think we should use that term in the industry. I think it's an amazing term. I've never really thought about it, but it's something that I actually do. Like, it's... You do more often than I do. Yeah, like a maintenance groomer is a groomer who wants to only groom dogs on a schedule and do, you know, dogs from owners who maintain them, hence the maintenance groomer. So you're not taking on clients who don't want to stay on a schedule. You're not taking on clients who do the one-time grooms or the quarterly grooms. You know what I mean? Or Yeah. Like, the 10-week grooms. Like, all that shit. You don't take those on. You're not doing new patterns every single time you're doing the dog. Exactly. You're keeping them on a maintenance. Whether that be 246 or 2468, depending on the kind of dog. Yeah. You know? Or whatever you want to do. But you're not... And you're kind of making them be on a schedule. Yeah. The work is always the same. The dog is always healthy. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, I loved that term. I was like maintenance groomer. It sounds it it sounds perfect. It does. Yeah. And it like that's where your money's at. Your money's not on those one time grooms. 
Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's it's consistent income, one, but it's also secure. So yeah. that sense of security is just, uh, it's, it's so relieving. Your yeah. stress is so relieved. And like, you know what you're getting into because yeah. you do those dogs on a schedule and they're not terrified, you know? Yeah. They're not stressing out. They know the process. They know the process. I do a dog every single week. And the only thing she gives me problems for is the blow dryer to her face. Every single time. Yeah. I can't get over that. But the great thing about it is it's literally a maintenance groom because I have to do hot oil treatments on her. So she knows the whole process. She walks into the bathing area. She mm-hmm. sits and waits in the bathing area. We do the oil. She sits for an hour. She rolls around. And then she's perfect for the bath. She walks into our room. Nothing is on leash with this dog. Yeah. She walks into the room. She gets on the table. We do everything. We prep. We blow dry. And we trim up what we need to. Yeah. That's perfect. She's an angel. Yeah. I have a doodle like that, too. I only keep her leashed, you know, like, to get to the trailer. But only because liability. You're in a facility. Yeah. So it's different. But, you know, she kind of, like... Gives mom and dad a hard time leaving. But the moment they close the door, she's like, all right. And walks with me, jumps into the trailer, immediately jumps onto the table. I do her nails with no problem. I prep the shampoo. And then as soon as I open the bath door, she's jumping in. I don't even tether her to do the bath. Yeah, nothing. Because she knows after I'm done with this leg, I have to, she flips around on her own. And I do that side, and then she flips around again, and I rinse and do her head. And and so, like, she is so on point, this dog. Yeah, and you know what? We need to make sure this this maintenance grooming has movement and yeah. power behind it and people behind it. Because let me tell you, when people started coining the term power groomer. That fucking caught on. That caught on. And people were so proud of it. And people wanted to be power groomers. And then when people realized they couldn't be power groomers and they just stressed themselves out in their bodies and fucked up their bodies. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. We need to flip it. We need to flip the script. We're flipping it. Because power groomers is still a coined term that people still take pride in. Yes. And it's like... My ugh. ex-groomer friend, Stacia, you know her. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I was a power groomer. I made blah, 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 blah. Does she Did, listen? Huh? Does she listen to the podcast? Sometimes. Okay. Um, but, but I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, I've never been a power groomer. I've tried for like a half a second. Yeah. It's, it's not it's not going to happen. I don't move that way. And yeah. like the more I look back, I don't understand why I would want to be a power groomer. And the people that are so proud of being a power groomer is it's because money's behind it. I'm yeah. like I'd rather just raise my prices. Yeah, and do less dogs. Come on. Now that everybody is on my new price increase, I'm making more money. <laughs> and I'm only doing like 4 dogs a day. Isn't right that how now. it should be? Yeah. Like, I'm doing, like, it's kind of exciting. So. Are you stressed out? I mean, aside from being pregnant and grooming, that's going to be stressful in itself. No. Okay. Not really. Because I'm only limiting myself to four. Because I'm, like, 30 minutes late every day now to work. <laughs> it happens. But, and then next year I'm going to do another price increase. I have goals. Like... Now that I'm seeing $85 an hour is really cheap for a base price, I'm like, I need to be a lot more. So Technically, you're a celebrity groomer. Yeah. Are you going to try to compete this year? 
get crazy with me? No. No? No. I've got a lot going on. <laughs> uh-uh. I'll be way too big. Like I was seven months pregnant. Oh, that's right. I forgot you I was pregnant. No, I was six months pregnant. It wasn't the right choice, by the way. But, I mean, you've already competed once. And, you know, just just go do a rescue rodeo. Maybe. 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 Win, win a couple thousand dollars. Right. I don't think I would win, but... It just adds more to your celebrity belt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Like, doing something behind a camera is one thing. But doing something with your peers watching is yeah. another. That stresses me out. I'll be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so maintenance grooming is where it's at. Yeah. So let's, like, coin that term. Make sure you uh, comment back. Yeah, if you're a listener in... Or, yeah, make sure you comment back the person that you got yeah. it from. The girl you got it from. Maintenance yeah. grooming. Yeah. Make sure she comments back so we can, like, rise her up, man. Yeah, if she listens. Yeah. Because I don't know if... I don't know. Um, so I'm just going to read this for verbatim. Because I want to hear, like, what your thoughts are. I have thoughts. You have thoughts. I want to see what your thoughts are because it's kind of like I don't know if he dirty deleted this post. What does that mean? Dirty delete is where you that like usually groups have rules that you can turn comments off, but you can't delete your your delete your not status but your question in the group um, if you don't like the way that the comments turned. That's a dirty delete. So sometimes people will post a question, and it doesn't go the way that they think it's going to go. Yeah. And they don't like how what's going down, mm-hmm. and instead of just turning off the comments, they dirty delete. And so I don't care if people dirty delete. Like, I understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we should have a choice, too. It's our post. Yeah. You know? But whatever. You, In some groups, that gets you banned if you dirty delete. Oh, I didn't. I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a thing. Aww. How cute. Sorry. Okay. You see his tongue? Yeah. It's always out. I know, but he looks cute right now. All your animals are, like, up our asses. I know. No, Cams, you need to be quiet. Okay, so here's his post. It says, I see so many posts from people wanting to or planning to open their own salon after going to grooming school. I find it's offensive, aggregating, upsetting, unsafe. Dot, 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 dot. Um, could you imagine going to get your own haircut and the person saying they just finished a X week program? This is so, it's so rude to the actual professional who takes this career seriously and have dedicated countless years to learning. I feel bad for the dogs who are not being handled or treated properly. Anyone else? And so his post did not go in the direction that he was thinking it was going to go. So, and it went really in favor for people. I should, I shouldn't say like super in favor, but there was a lot of people who chimed in that had done exactly what he was saying. And um, sharing their stories and their experience. 
in the post just did it was it was a pretty crazy post it was on uncensored which it you get uncensored answers yes <laughs> like i think that group is a little toxic but it's you, fun to read all that shit. you hold on to it but you don't actually like you're not it's hard to be active on it yeah mm-hmm. exactly because like you'll get banned if the admins don't like your views so yeah but i'm curious like what do you think about that um okay so here are my thoughts um i disagree with him completely and this is the reason why Uh uh-huh it's not his fucking business exactly and then second is like if you have so much of an issue your opinion one doesn't matter and two these issues collectively can be solved with regulation regulation unionizing groomers Making sure that the community that is groomers, uh-huh. professional groomers, are having some form of one representation, classification, and certification. Yeah, and that takes a union. And I'm pro union, so. <laughs> but yeah, it's none of his fucking business. Stay in his lane, and people can do whatever the fuck they want to. Yes. And do I agree with somebody coming fresh out of school, starting their own business? None of my business. Yeah. Why? Because one, what if they're amazing? What if they're amazing from the jump? They have a natural <laughs> wow, Cam, you motherfucker. Shut up. <laughs> what no. are you why is he crying? Because he wants to go outside. And it's not outdoor time. Don't do it. Vanessa's cat is being a dick. He's usually like the biggest angel baby, like never bothers anyone. And, like, I'm in a rant, and he's bothering me. So just ignore that, guys. We're just going to finish it up. Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead. So what were you saying? So I forgot what I was saying. Okay, yeah. So anyway, so, like, what if someone is amazing right off the jump? They had a natural talent for it. They picked up on all of the qualifications. They came out of groom school, and it's perfect. Uh Uh-huh. Who's to say they couldn't start a business right off the bat? Everything's True. fresh in their mind. They're only advertising what they can do because it's their business. Yeah. People can come to them. I'm a little bit of a mixed bag, in my opinion. I don't think I commented on this because I kind of thought I was... I know I was going to get torn apart. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really... At the end of the day, it is not my business what people do. But as an industry, I think we need to take hold of our industry um you know because i i'm not 100 percent sure but i think right after um cosmetology school you have to do like an apprenticeship not all schools nope once you're out of school you can get a job okay it all depends on the city you have to get a cosmetology license yeah um, it's recommended that you do an apprenticeship because you don't learn everything. And I 100... Exactly. Yes. And that's my thing. Yeah. Is like, okay, schools do only teach so much. Like, people have this thought that schools are supposed to teach you everything. Right? And it's like, mm, no, that's not real. You can't learn everything in school. Like, they really just kind of teach you the fundamentals. Yes. And then that's why doctors get residents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they learn hands-on because the school can only go so far. And so, to me, anything that has to do with the human body, that being cosmetology or, you know, hair. Um, and then same thing for dogs. Like, I think there should be an apprenticeship. 
you know, so you can get a little bit more hands-on and, you know, craft your skill more. Yeah. But should it be a requirement? I think that should be up to the state, you know. Yeah. And so if it's not a requirement. And, and, and like, again, I'm so pro-union that I know that it doesn't have to be up to the state to, like, if you're a business and you're hiring union workers, you just have to follow the union rules and regulations, which are, again, run by the union. And you're a part of the union, so technically you help run it. So let's say the you have the state regulations, and then you have the union regulations and rules and stuff like that. As an owner, you can choose to not abide by the union regulations, and as a consumer or client, you can choose to go to non-union groomings or non-union barbers or non-union this. But for some reason, if you have a reputable groomer's union... And it's providing classes, consistent education, mm-hmm. certification, and consistent, like, CPR, like, making sure you're updating all your certifications. Yeah. You're, you're going to have clients that are going to yeah. go to those places that have those particular groups. Exactly. But and that's so, only done by people, guys. Yeah. So, like... Let's unionize. Let's unionize. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what yeah. you do. Um, you know... But just continue education. That's, like, my only thing. If you're going to go to a school and immediately open up up a shop, like, to me, then it's your responsibility to continue to learn. And I think that there are some people that do open up businesses. They do it all the time. They do it out here often, too. Yes, and they close down very quickly. Yeah. That don't continue their education, and they kind of just fly... Just fly under the radar, you know, and doing the bare minimum. And it's like that's not very fair to our industry. So it's kind of like those bad apples ruin it for the people who do want to do it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just think there either needs to be regulation or union or whatever route our industry chooses to go. But I – gave me mixed mixed reviews because you you wouldn't do it that's why it's mixed reviews yeah and it's the same thing with me i would not go start my own business right after getting out of groom school because things are such a culture shock after yeah groom school when you're doing it on your overwhelming yeah this industry it's terrifying i wouldn't do it that's my personal like what i wouldn't do yeah but i but taking my personal out of it it's yeah it's it's not not my my business nope you can do it whatever you want because we're not regulated. Yeah, and everybody's regulated. about <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> everybody's about everybody's about um, you know, entrepreneurship, individualism. Yeah. And those things aren't bad. Um, yeah. especially but... if you succeed and you're good at it. Like Exactly. Who am I to say just because you did it right out of school, you're lesser than I exactly I did go to school and I waited so long not go to school but went to the PetSmart Academy you know but you still continue your education you took classes from reputable teachers and but still you still continue education now yeah and so I would never if someone told me that that's what they chose to do like that doesn't make them any different they're if they're good at what they do I'm not judging you now, if you're kind of bad and you don't want to continue anything, 
then I'm going to be, like, kind of side-eyeing you. Yeah, like, see, I'm, I'm going to probably judge, but it, yeah. it's still none of my damn business. I'm still going to stay yeah. in my lane. Because I'm not going to say nothing to you. Yeah, there's people who are, there's always somebody who's going to like what you do. There's yeah. always going to be somebody. Yeah, it's none of my business. Yeah. But I thought that was an interesting... Um, and the guy got ripped. He oh, yeah, had he so much confidence in his post. And he's not wrong. He's not right. Yeah. But he's not wrong. It shouldn't let him bother him. It shouldn't let it bother him. Like, it's at the end of the day. But the thing is, is that there was, so, there was so oh. much confidence in that post. Yeah. And it got ripped down. Yeah. And that's probably embarrassing. It is. <laughs> And I just love, okay, so this is a female-dominated industry, and... Even though the males tend to be highlighted more. Well, these men are coming in, right, you know, Mm -hmm. and they think that they're starting something new, (laughs) right? And I just love seeing the women just fucking tear these men down, being like, don't come in here acting like you created something fucking new because you didn't we've been doing a bone breaking work so don't fucking come up in here with that piss poor attitude fucking up our shit this isn't your industry this is women okay get out for all of our men listeners oh yeah (laughs) or know your role right no we still love you (laughs) no i think it's great i love seeing men in this industry but you need to be conscious within this industry because you can't be diminishing what women have been doing for so long yeah you know like it's it's a women's really dominated industry and I love being a part of such a strong female-dominated industry. And it's it's crazy because um, our industry, if you look outwardly, when you're inside this industry, you know it's the girls, the gays, and the days. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. Uh-huh. And then on the outside, the way it's portrayed is not that. Yeah, a lot of the influencers are male, and whether that be cis or gay you're still a man and it's always portrayed in the magazines differently than what they are in real life yeah and now you got all these hunks okay are you talking about gabriel no there's hunks coming in now like muscly types are great to look at like but they're not something that i would date personally like because then they feel like you have to maintain a certain weight unless they were a fatty to begin with okay i find fatty to muscle they're a little bit more lenient with their women and they kind of still like them thick world girls, you know? But when they've always been kind of self-centered with themselves and like muscular, I don't like those types of men. And so like on picture, I assume all muscular men are like that until I figure out their backstory, right? And so like these muscular men are coming into the industry and it's like fucking hilarious, okay? Because these women see them and just the sexual harassment (laughs) that is happening is amazing. It is amazing. And it is just fucking hilarious. So I'm part of a fit group, right? Oh, the fit groomer group. I think I've seen that where that one groomer posted like his his, His his update. His update. 
Yeah. He looked damn good, too. He did. He put in a lot of effort, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, this post is about to be driven. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your post. And, I, and it was. It was. Like, female, like, groomers, they groomers who are into, you know, just the male body. I bet body. You felt great afterwards. Like, oh, all those compliments. I'm sure. I would love those compliments on a daily. Oh, you know... Like, me too. And I get, like, some of those comments, if it was a man, could be troublesome on a female post. But to me, I don't really take offense to that stuff. Mm. It's just, like... It depends on who you are. If you're creepy, don't talk to me that way. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) But I don't... If you're funny and cool about it... Yeah, and I'm not talking about looks, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I've had, you know, some unattractive men who were not creepy hit on me in a particular way and it's not cringy but if you got creeper vibes <laughs> i don't give a fuck if you're hot or not yeah and you're like got rapey in the back of your voice okay <laughs> yeah. no you don't get to talk to me that way because i know you truly mean it yeah and you would just take it you know yeah and so but it's just fucking hilarious just seeing the thirst just the thirst and like just just like see it in just random comments you know be like, you know the chick snooped on his page because there's not a lot of men in the industry, so you can just see. And then they'll be like, ooh, you're cute. Yeah. Like, girl, stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? But it's great, you know, because the women are getting more attractive in this industry. When I started, they all look like ranchers and lesbians. Like, Manda, our old boss, just, I thought she was a lesbian when I first met her. She is not a lesbian, okay? She's married to a man. And she's a rancher. She is a rancher, so I was right about that. (laughs) (laughs) Got horses, goats, pigs, you name it. Yeah. And so, like, but it was the boxy jeans, the weird t-shirts that have, like, wolves on them and cats and dogs and, like, that kind of shirt. And then the like 80s mom vibe yeah with the with everyone with the fringe haircut you know that's kind of a mullet but it kind of a shag but not really either and then with the what a new balance shoes you know it's a specific look and you know if you've been in the industry for a long time you know those groomers Just put a smock on it it's there ever it's like every <laughs> you put a smock on it on top and there you go like when i first started that was really the industry and so going to my first super zoo that's really what i saw and like there's nothing wrong with that be who you are but i love that like the industry is getting hot you know like hot as in like up and coming with you know the new generations like, it's getting spicy out there. There's a lot more individuality. You know what I mean? It's great. It's spicy. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. I don't know, but i just recalling the this conversation, like, almost, like, two years ago with, like, somebody else in the industry, and you couldn't stop talking about how hot that industry got. Yeah. And I thought that was so funny, because that's exactly what you said. You're like, <laughs> it's just getting so hot, because yeah. they were talking about how it was changing. Yeah. And you're like, it's just so uh-huh. hot. 
It was just troublesome because I'm a predator. <laughs> and so, like, I have to, like, cool my jets, you Yeah, because, like, before it was just, like, that one daddy vibe crush that you had. Yeah. That, that was creepy enough and, and now, funny. And now it's just, like, damn, she fine. Damn, he fine. Right? Damn, they fine. I'm like, can we just turn down the lights at this convention and see where it goes? <laughs> Light a few candles, have a little saxophone solo, and, like, let's just see. Oh, my God. Let's We're just have- see. But, no, so, like, I got to take cold showers before I go to conventions <laughs> and, like, be chill. I know you do. <laughs> I fucking know you do, too. <laughs> because, you know, maybe pre-podcast, I could have gone around and, like, tried out my numbers. But now, like, with the podcast, I can't be going around fucking people. It happened one time. (laughs) And I learned my lesson. I'm not going to do it again. I swear. So don't be coming at me. (laughs) so funny. (laughs) Alright, I haven't had sex in like three months. Okay, I'm a little feisty. Yeah, we had like an unsuccessful, I mean, it was successful for him attempt a couple weeks ago, but like with the suppositories and shit, the shit was burning and like I just let it happen because it was kind of like a hurt good, but it's because it had been so long, so long. (laughs) My face hurts, I don't know why. (laughs) Like every time we have conversations with me, I'm jumping all over the place, but it's like I know, it's really bad today with me. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Okay, let's get to stories. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so disclaimer. Hopefully there's still a listener. So, I didn't realize people used our website. We got two stories from our website. But for some reason my email was sending them to promotions instead of into the normal inbox. And so, we had gotten one. I don't know if we're going to get to it today. Um, Because I think it's two stories. Um, This one's a three-in-one. Okay, so it's a three-in-one. So we might save that one for next time. But this one was from, like, February that we're about to read. And, like, it's not because we were ignoring you. We told you we'll always get to the stories. Right? But But we just didn't know. We didn't know that it was going to promotions. And so the one that we just got was up at the little bar Mm -hmm. as, like, um, like, a promotion. Like, they were trying to sell me something. Yeah. And so I was like, what? Like, that's that looks like it would be coming from our website. So then I went and clicked, and it was a story. And I was like, what the fuck? So then I started looking for more stories, and I came across this one from February. Yeah. So it's not us. It's the email. So now i got to check promotions, too. Which is fine. I think it's great that someone, two people went to our, to our website. Yeah, and they're pretty... F- Fucking, I, I, I glazed over the story. Yeah, we started glazing over them. Well, Vanessa started glazing over them. They're good. Um, I'm a slow reader. All right, so um, this is from Kay. Um, sorry for the long story, but oh man, oh man, it's a crazy one. We had a client, let's name her Karen, book her <laughs> medium poodle mixed dog and her giant standard poodle for a groom. The small one for me, the giant one for my coworker. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> she didn't want a typical poodle cut, so we thought, okay, cool. Wonder what she'll want. Well, the day comes when she arrived, and we quickly see it's not that it is not a standard poodle, but rather a straight-up doodle. 
She wants very little off both of them, but ha ha, no, that's not happening. We see that they're both matted. She proceeded to tell her um, that they have matting, and her response is straight up denial. She then calls the mats clumps of hair fluff that can just be taken apart easily. No. And proceeds to show us how with her hands. Like, what? Are you serious, lady? I take this little one in, and my coworker stays outside with this supposed poodle. Once she comes inside with the dog, she gives me the rundown on how the conversation went. It was like, it was here that we should have called her to come back for her dogs. That we weren't the groomer for her, but we failed and didn't. You see, Karen had said that if we continued to call her dogs matted, that she would just take them and leave. Good. Bye, bitch. Strike one. Strike two was her calling us a lazy salon because we won't brush out the mats. Uh-uh. Strike three was her asking me uh, about what blade length I would use on her dog. I tell her a seven. Me, assuming that she had some knowledge about it, wrong. Because she then asks, is that what the with scissors or what? I'm like, <laughs> um, the clipper. She says, okay, she but if you need to go. She thinks a seven blade is the shears? Yeah. Even though she already called that person wrong. <laughs> um, and she says, okay, but if you need to go lower than that, let me go over and take a look at it at first. What? So insane, I know. I brush it off and proceeded to pre-shave. My coworker decides to demat the bigger dog because after all, how dare this lady call us lazy? No. She does an amazing job of conditioning and blow out of the coat and a great brush out job. I was like, nah, I'm straight up shaving this smaller one. And the matting was just too much. Yeah. The lady calls in to check check on her dogs a couple hours later and decides to just come and pick them up already even though we clearly said the bigger one was not ready yet my co-worker had put in so much time and effort in making her dog look gorgeous but karen was demanding her dogs already she hated that all the small that the small dog was shaved and dared to ask why it was uh that the tail and head was somehow not shaved i was so triggered at this point (laughs) Like, oh, I'm sorry, I dare to successfully successfully shave the head and tail for you? How dare I? Then, um, throughout all of this, she and our boss start going at it. A heated argument had commenced between the two of them. It got crazy. My co- co-worker starts rushing to do some finishing touches on the body so it would look... It wouldn't look like a complete hot mess. The only thing not done was the head and the tail and to detail the clean feet. Yes, Karen had asked for clean poodle feet. She gets her dogs while yelling about the outrageous price with demanding fees and storms away in a Porsche car. Wow. Yes, a Porsche. But wait, there's more. A couple days later, she resurfaces on Yelp, left a one-star review calling the small dog's head lopsided and ugly, complaining that we had shaved her dog and posted a photo of the not letting us finish the groom on the big dog. And posted a photo of the big dog. Of a not, a not, an unfinished groom of the big dog. Well, love you ladies. Keep it up. You literally make my grooming days go by so much faster. Keep at, keep it real, informative, and hilarious. Wow. I, I wish we could like, I know you can sue clients, but I wish we could sue them for any little thing. <laughs> Do you want to read one of the stories on this one? Um, yeah, sure. We got time. I just want to see your reaction with this one. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so um, this is from... And that was a doodle story. So it kind of went it's in with her. It's fucking a doodle story, seriously. Fucking doodle people. Says, okay, so this is from Maria. And she's a groomer from Boston. Yeah. All right, groomer from Boston. Hawk in the car. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> groomer from Boston, Massachusetts here. And I have been binge listening to you for the last couple of weeks. And oh, my Lanta, has it been game changing. I wanted to make sure I listened to all the episodes before I sent in my stories. And I'm finally finished, uh, finally up to date with the episodes oh, as of she today. she hung in there. Right? Put some shit episodes so out there. So here are my top three stories I wanted to share. And so we'll read your first story because I, I briefly went over it and I want Vanessa to comment on it. <laughs> so story one, breed multi-poo. On a previous episode, I heard about the story where the client kept referring to her dog's pussy and how much <laughs> she claimed the dog enjoyed it being wiped. <laughs> Yet, cringy. I like my pussy wiped too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cringe-worthy, but it reminded me of a story of my earlier PetSmart days where I was checking in a client with a female white multi-poo who, surprise, surprise, needed to be shaved due to matting, a seven head to tail. So I go over the whole haircut, matted, pet release, etc. And before I take the dog back, the client proceeds to tell me that she doesn't want a sanitary trim because her dog is a virgin. What? And she'll be embarrassed. What? So the dog went home with the seven stripped with a full bush. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. <sighs> what? I mean, I'm down for a full bush. That's whatever. Yeah. But don't push your beliefs onto a dog. A virgin. <laughs> her dog is a virgin. Yeah. It gets wow. good. That's hilarious. We'll have to do her stories next finish it up next time yeah we'll do the second and third story that's fucking crazy people (laughs) people are just annoying me right now (laughs) that's crazy a virgin that's disgusting i don't even like the term virgin i think it's stupid and just a concept to keep women down sorry guys (laughs) my feminine is my feminine is strong (laughs) okay guys um we are out till next time send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com or you can go onto our facebook we do have a link to our website um but send it to our email at groomerhumor at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook and instagram at shit on the table tell your friends to listen to us at spotify itunes and google play all right bye